Advent, Gloriously Ordinary, The Christmas Story Unwrapped Over 25 Days. Welcome to day 13 of our podcast series. To all those listening, we are over 50% of our 25-day Advent series. And back in the studio with me, Mr. Jeremy Dirksen and his lovely better half, Lydia. She's the 65 to 70%. Welcome, guys. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> and we are continuing. We were left off yesterday. We are looking, folk, at the themes of light and dark in John's prologue. And um, I mentioned just in closing yesterday, uh, John Legend, that great artist's Darkness and Light new album, his sixth studio album. And I was listening this morning, before we got into the studio, Marching into the Dark. It's quite a bleak song, Mm. but we don't want to talk about bleakness. We want to talk about the light. And Jim, I'm going to start with you, but I'm going to go back to this line. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There was a time, I think, in your life, and you are a Christian, a Christ follower, you follow Jesus, when you did not understand the light. You were in the dark. Yes. Elaborate for us. Sure, Granty. Uh, it was June 1999. I was 15 years old, and I attended an evening church service with my mom and my sister uh, in Durban. I was living in Musgrove, just off Musgrove Road at that time, and uh, I came home from the service. Uh, I didn't, you know have much of a moment there but um, that evening I went to bed and I actually couldn't sleep and I sat looking out the window of my sort of double story home quite high overlooking the city of Durban and the lights of Durban were lighting up the city Uh, and at that moment the Holy Spirit came upon me and I began to weep like a little puppy dog as a uh, young 15 year old who didn't really understand what was going on Uh, But it was that moment when I realized he is the light that exposes the darkness and shines uh, in the darkness. Uh, So at two o'clock in the morning or so, I went across to my sister's room and I woke her up and I said to her, I need the light of life in my life. I need to give my life to Jesus tonight. And she was relatively new in her faith. She wasn't quite sure what to do. She got quite nervous. She thought I was a bit weird at waking up in the early hours of the morning. And she said, okay, uh, you've got to say some kind of a prayer, but uh, let's find the church tomorrow. And I said to her, no, tonight is the night that I give my life to Jesus. So that was a defining moment, clarity. Definitely. Now, now I, I'm just going to read a little quote from Tim Keller's new book called Hidden Christmas. Wonderful book, folk, if you're listening and get it. It's available. But it's talking, he's talking about Mary's faith, the mother of Jesus' faith. And he says, Mary's faith happened in stages. Christian faith requires the commitment of our whole life. Yet few go, like you did, Jim, with your story, from being uncommitted to being fully committed in a single stroke. Mm. What does the process look like? It can look very different for different people. Lydia, your story is different to your hubby's journeys. Yes. What is it? Tell us what it looked like for you. Um, yes, Grant, my, my beginning of my relationship with Jesus started very differently to Jim. Um, I was born into a Christian home. Um, my mom was Christian and she was saved, but um, there was a lot of brokenness in my family. And um, I think for me, there was a, a very clear definition between the darkness and the brokenness in my family and the, the songs that my mom used to sing to me, the stories she used to read to me, 
and the time that we used to spend with Jesus, it was very clear that I wanted nothing to do with the brokenness and the hurt that that felt in my heart. And I wanted everything to do with the peace and the joy and the love that I felt when we spoke about Jesus. And so your story, in a sense, was like a process yes. where you were, you, you saw the light yes. in a very dark place. And so there would be a process of you coming to a point where finally you would place your faith in Jesus, in a sense your trust in Jesus, and yes. recognize him, as Jeremy did in a different way, but coming to the same point of Absolutely. saying, Jesus, you are the true light. It was a journey. It wasn't a defining moment that happened um, on one particular day. I can't remember the day, but I just remember this process of getting to know Jesus and his presence and his spirit and his light shining into the darkness in, in my home. And yeah, That's, that's lovely because that's so helpful, I think, for folks that are listening in because often we, we, we think our experience has to be like someone else. But the, the, I think the yeah. wonderful thing about the Advent story, the Christmas story, is that Jesus Christ, who is the true light, he meets each of us yeah. where we are. Yes. He meets us in our brokenness, in our darkness. Yes. And the way that he does that is different and unique. It's, it's through the pages of history. God meets different people, men and women, different cultures, different times, in a wonderful way. And that is, I think, one of the great things of the Christmas story. What we're chatting about is, the gospel, the good news, comes to us wherever we are. And the call is just, would we recognize Jesus for who he is? Yes. And so I'm going to close us off today with that. Great thoughts. Great to hear your testimonies from both of you. Thanks for coming into the studio. And we are going to see you back here tomorrow for one final shot at looking at light and dark. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Conti. See you later.